welcome to the show, ladies and gents. Thank you so much for stopping by. This is an editor's note. So this is a, a recap of Halloween Havoc and everything that's in between. We're also going to cover the PLEs for 2023 and this year's final PLE schedule okay we're gonna talk about all of that and then in the next part that you guys are going to hear which will be the second episode i'm going to drop this week it is going to be about um brad shepherd quitting aew fallout with a steel getting fired and the rumored of the elite returning and of course the limbo of cm punk we're also going to talk about the pwi top 150s list for the women's wrestlers we're talk about all that stuff so be sure to stay tuned for episode two but for now here is episode one of this week's podcast i'll see you guys in there it's true uh, all right i don't either no, no I, don't. <laughs> I gotta lock myself in my like business or in my office on sunday and just try to cram all the stat shit in my head um so let's talk about halloween havoc Tiff, do you want to lead us in on that? Because we were the one who had all the matches posted and stuff. Uh, yeah. AJ, can you turn that down just a little bit? Um, well, Halloween Havoc has come and gone. It was, it, was a, it was a good show. I won't say that it was bad. I loved the first match. The first match was the ladder match. It was by far the best match of the night. It was so good. Oh, and Wesley that was one of NXT best matches of the year. It was. was. It was. And Wesley I'm, won. He won. I'm so, I'm so glad they did this match first because that got the crowd freaking going crazy. And it was, and everybody did great. And that was the thing. I was really, I shit on Von Wagner all the time. I'm still going to do it because I don't fucking like him. Yeah, I can get in the face. Fucking looks ladder. like that caveman. What's his name? <laughs> Keep going. I can give him props for props or do he did okay. He wasn't bad in the match. He didn't take away what? from anything. He did his part. And I was like, <sighs> okay, Von Wagner, good for you. Good job. But you didn't win. So that's what I like to see. <laughs> so, but Nathan Frazier or Omenza, Carmelo Hayes. And Wesley, highlights of the match. His name is Bob. Bob. Prometheus and Bob tapes. Yeah. (laughs) And then, oh, Robert Stone, you, between you, Rhea Ripley, and Damon Priest, I'm going to need y'all to stop putting fake ponytails and braids in your hair. Okay? That was so random. I don't understand what's going on with y'all and i don't know i don't know why y'all feel like if you a villain you gotta have this rat tail ass ponytail sticking yeah. out the back of your hair but it don't it don't look right you have bone straight hair and you're putting like fucking braid in here and you're wrapping it around your hair just stop fucking doing it don't do it it looks a mess it's stupid. Stop fucking doing it. All of y'all. Stop it. Did y'all see where Von Wagner almost hit that fan with the ladder? Yeah, and that, that was one part he did fuck up at. I I generally didn't understand why he was trying to get the extra ladder. Okay, so obviously it was for the spot 
so that he could take the um because Frazier ended up doing a frog splash I believe onto him on the ladder okay so that obviously was done for him to make the set up the spot but he couldn't get the fucking ladder out and then he pulled the ladder straight out with the lady standing up damn near hit her in the face I was like that was in one hiccup even the ref was like what the fuck it, it, other than that that was the best match of the night okay um, congrats, congrats to our boy Wesley we are so proud of you Wesley was crying and I I mean Aww. I understood the I cried too yeah. he really he really <sighs> did deserve that title and Wesley had been through a lot over the year mm-hmm. okay? so for him to be able to come full circle and get something that he's been dreaming of his whole career that's gotta feel monumental so that was I his was, first that's his first individual title ever yes yep. oh man As he said first... it when he was putting his um plates on i couldn't wa- i couldn't watch it because like i was watching him do it and he looked like he was gonna cry and then i was gonna cry and then Everybody was going to start crying. Well, he didn't cry when he was um, putting his plates on. Yeah, but they asked him why he why he didn't let anybody put the plates on him for him. And he said, well, it's kind of like being a king and being crowned. I don't want anybody to put the crown on my head. I earned this myself. So. I like that quote, actually. He said that's why he put his own plates on there. Because he I know did that's it. right. He said, I did it myself. I did it by myself. And I was like, hell yeah, the champ is here. <laughs> Let's fucking go. So, so, proud. so proud of him. So Wesley, proud of him. North American champion. That was the only title that changed hands at Halloween Havoc. I'm upset. Yeah. Um, I'm I have a feeling over. about that title with Mandy, though. Yeah, it's It's coming. <clears throat> No, it's coming. I think it's going to be, I don't I think it's Roxy for some reason. You know what? I saw something. I think it's, I think it's her. I don't know. I got a feeling. Well, the girls, the way I see it is that it's about the shift is coming. So they've had a face male champion for over a year and they've had a heel female champion for over a year and they're about to swap. So the man, Brian Breaker is going to drop his title. More than likely, J.D. McDonough is going to get that championship. Yeah, I told y'all. not coming back right now. And um, J.D. McDonough has had way too many opportunities and too many close calls. And in my humble opinion, like, he's going to get it. He's going to get it unless they pull a swerve and have Theory cash in on Breaker. Okay, I have. A I would rather him that. do that because Theory has had the most useless Money in the Bank run. Well, At least Otis was entertaining with his. Yeah, like he's like it's like what what are you doing with it? Like legitimately, what are you doing? Like, and it's like what are they having him do? And <laughs> it's like the roster, and again, this is one of those things like a Vince McMahon project. Obviously, like, it's not like, I don't think Triple H, like, dislikes theory or anything. Obviously, like, he helped, you know, 
he signed out when he was at NXT. Like, exactly. Um, but I don't think he had any real plans for him or has any real plans for him. And that's like good and bad at the same time. Uh-huh. So like, like you have to figure out something to do with him. And like, Especially, that's the same thing with Dijakovic. Yeah. Um, he, uh-huh. he needs something to do some NXT. And in my opinion, if Ali does not win this United States championship, because he said him down he, there too. he would go yep. to NXT because he begged Vince before and he like basically told him no, send him down. And it's like, and I think it's a good thing, like cycle these people in and out, they can get refreshed. I think we talked about this before. This has done wonders for Mandy. Yep. Who else? Someone who else is just down there that did yeah. wonders for Finn when he yeah. was down there. Yeah. You just sent, sent him home. I think Sonya needs to be next. I think pull up all of Toxic Attraction, send Sonya down there. Apollo's is doing, Apollo Crews is doing good. Apollo's in, in like too. slowly building himself out. He's yeah. doing great. I always love Apollo. So that's like, I feel I like I shouldn't Dana be asked that. Huh? I would send Dana down there. I would honestly, I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that either. I think that's good. Yeah, I think because they're going to need some girls in the backbone to cycle in. So I think they need to pull up um, all the to- toxic traction at the same time. Yeah, I think Indy needs to go up too. Indy needs to go up because there's nothing else left for her to do. Um, if they're not going to put the title on her, she needs to go up. Yes, um, which they probably won't. Um, I think who else needs to go up? Well, you know what? I saw this tweet about Mandy. I think Don was the one who posted it, and it got, and it made complete sense because it's like she's done nothing for that NXT title, but that title, like basically, the title has done more for her than she's done for that actual title. And I'm like, yep, and that's fine. Yep. That's like, okay. That's that happens. What, yeah, it's it's not. I'm like, I'm not okay. Like. Kayfabe wise, no, I'm irritated with it. I wanted it to be over. I get it. They were dom- they were quote unquote dominant. Cool. But at some point, like I'm not saying that they have to pull the trigger like every six months, boom, new champion, boom, new champion. But you gotta do something. Like the women's division was is stagnant in NXT. And is they're trying to beef it back up with the new girls, but it's gonna take time to build them. You're you're not you're you're bringing people down there and like the first person that they feud with usually is Lash Legend. Lash is your workhorse. He's the one who puts everybody over. At this point, you don't have a choice but to send girls down there. You have to, because there's no balance. There's nobody there. If you pull Mandy, Gigi, and JC out. The only people you have there that are solid is Zoe, Indy, Electra. Where's Wendy? What'd you say? Where's Wendy at? Taking her break. They they gave her a break. Yeah. Um. I don't know anybody else that's like super super solid wrestling wise that's there. But most yeah, of everybody them, else needs to like develop, but yeah, that's what I'm time. saying. Like, but those right. people yeah, like like the indie, like indie toxic attraction. 
hell, I would maybe keep Album Fire for a little bit longer than I would pull. That I would know. I would let I her stay there for a little now. bit. I would pull. I would pull her. I would pull um the Team Ninja. I forgot what their tag team name yeah, is. I, I don't think they got. I don't know what their name is either. But she's talking about Kaden and Katani. I don't think they have one. We just call them like Ninja Disco Party. Yeah, uh, love that for them. I think they they need to pull up. They need there needs to be more women's tag teams on the main roster. You could get away with throwing tag teams together on NXT, uh-huh. you, not necessarily on the main roster. So that's why I'm like, you need to pull. The, so that's like five girls that's going up. Six Alba Hell, Fire. Send, send Mandy or send Bliss and Alexa or Bliss and Alexa. Send Lacey and Alexa to NXT. They ain't doing nothing right now. No. I send Lacey back. I would send Lacey back. I would send Lacey. I would send Sonya. Um, Isaiah Lee, let her go back because they ain't I would, either. No, I might keep her for a little bit. I would save her for her next round. I would maybe keep her. You need someone. And no offense, Zaylee. If we're gonna take Dana, we need someone who's like a mid. We need a mid Carter backbone. That's not Natty. Oh, hell! Um, that's just my NXT. She ain't doing nothing either. Who? Send Natty to NXT. Hell no, no. <laughs> she ain't doing nothing anyway. You don't need to. It's, you know Natalia has existed. In every era of wrestling for the women, just about. Damn. She don't yeah. need to go back to NXT. She all right. Uh, she don't need to go down there at all. She has, she has been there in just about every era of female wrestling for the E. Starting yeah. in the early 2000s, even go like late 90s, early 2000s, moving from that to now, we're talking 20 plus years. She's fine. Mm. Can we talk about the real woman we all turned in to watch Halloween Havoc for? Fucking Shotzi. Shotzi was the host of Halloween Havoc. And Quincy. And Quincy was her, was her screen queen. They were a mess, but Shotzi... I- Surf looks a she fucking looks mess. She looked great, and Quincy came out there with that baby banana on. And I he said, said that was a homage to Victoria. I said, babe, I, I fucking can't with him. <laughs> I fuck, I love, I love him so. If I literally, as a fan, if I can personally get someone over, he will right. be it. I fucking love everything about him. I like how he's different. It's in your face. It's something um, I like it because it's also, and this is just like me personally, because it's like, it's like black queer representation. That's not like dainty and he's not like super light skinned or like a draw or like. He's not stereotypical. Yeah, he's not, it's not like, yeah, it's not stereotypical. And I like, and I absolutely love it. And I was like, you are the super diva. I would literally only, I would only be okay with them bringing back that ugly ass title. If they did it to him. (laughs) Yep. Harley fucking loves him. 
And like, if I could just have Quincy twerking the Shotzi's theme song more, that would be great. Like, I would do a happy fucking one. They did good as the, the funny family. thing is about him. I think if they market him, I think he'd be really over with kids for some reason. Because he's basically social media. He's just a big ass. He's just like a uh, like he's just like a big kid himself. Out there on the scooter and shit. Yeah, I love it. Because you know why he kind of he kind of reminds me of like Don and Maj a little bit. Like yeah. when they get go when they get going though. I'm just like, because it's just like Quincy fucking twerking their fucking song. I'm like, why can't I see somebody I know doing this shit? But it was, it was, uh, I loved it. So what was after? They were, they were awesome. And then the, she came out on her tank and the fucking tank had a skull that was singing her theme song. Yeah. Oh, damn. She, She dressed like Joker when she first came out. And then her second costume change was Beetlejuice. We so got looks. She always served, and I was like, she looked great, and I loved it. Um, you know what? The, you know what the cutest thing? Because Harley was was watching it. She fell asleep on me watching it. And when she saw Shotzi, she goes, "Mom, if that girl was a kid, I would want her to be my friend because oh, she's sweet. cool." And then that's she did the sweet. well. Then when Shotzi did the werewolf howl, like Harley did it with her, and I was just like. You're gonna be okay, kid. Like yeah. <laughs> she, she people are doing that as um people are doing that at SmackDown when uh well I felt very great because I felt like I started it. Um oh, y'all would have been and then my you. friend and then my friend obnoxiously in the back, literally the whole time we were there, would keep yelling, we the ones. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Nicole went to SmackDown. Bow to your tribal chief. Um, <laughs> but I also appreciate, and I know, like, you know, we always give, like, the flair shit, but I always, like, love when it's, like, especially when you go to, like, wrestling events like that, whether it's, like, AEW or WWE or whatever, like, you say, like, you do a woo, and then everyone else, and then, like, people else starting to do, and, like, small stuff like that. Um, one thing was really cool. I was really confused. So there was this guy who's fully dressed up as a fiend, as the fiend. Oh, shit. And I thought it was like, you know, like a plant, but it was just some guy, but it was really cute. He had like the title and everything. I said, bro, you have that much money. You spent money on that title. What is it like $600 or something? No, it was like like $700. It was like, it was close to a grand. Oh my God. Yeah, once but it was really cute because him and someone else who was dressed up as like the fiend too were like in the front taking pictures with little kids. Oh, and they were like having the them. Yeah, they were having them like hold the title and stuff like that. There was really cool, like their merch. Like I thought there would be more merch than there was. I was slightly disappointed by that, to be honest. Um, hmm. They did have like obviously like the belts. They had like the obviously the big gold um heavyweight um championship. They had money in the bank brief at cases, which Ooh. I was very tempted to get one, but I think I'm gonna wait till they're on sale. Bring back the money in the bank lunchbox. I want that fucking Yeah, box. I would get a lunchbox. I want I just want something that says money in the bank. I honestly think I will eventually get a case. I just will like bite the bullet and get it once 
you know, it's on Salem. I feel comfortable with my finances to spend that much on something like that. Um, Make it a computer bag. Like that would be cute. No, I kind of want like a, like the actual case. Briefcase. The briefcase. Yes. Mm. Because I love, I love money in the bank so much. And I kind of want to start building like a corner. Yeah. And I also want to start building like a corner, especially like in my, in my room side, or I can probably, or like on the off side of my, um, or the other side of my sunroom where I do like my wrestling stuff at. Ooh. And I want, so I was like, I need to start like getting that stuff. But I think my money in the brief, money in the bank would be like my biggest, my first one or first major one for that. But yeah, they had stuff. And then I also had like, um, I had like a new day shirt that I was considered getting, but I was like, oh, it's like, I feel like I could just get it on a shop for cheap. But then I didn't see it on a shop and then I got mad at myself. They had like, um, they always do like gimmick shirts for like whatever town you're at. So they had like a Toledo 316, which is like, I saw that's cute. But I was like, if Raw comes here, I could get it when Raw comes. It's not something like I absolutely like needed. Right. So that's the only thing. But also I was glad nothing merch wise really, really jumped out at me. Cause I was like, again, I don't need to be spending money. I'm literally going to a bachelorette party like the next day. So. But yeah, no. I don't remember what we were talking about. Um, oh, we were talking about Halloween Havoc. Um, but yeah, Shotzi it? did good. Yeah, Shotzi did good. Um, love Shotzi. Um, we, let's just, we already talked about. There was a, several matches. So there was a casting match with Cruz and Grayson Waller. Apollo Cruz won. It was okay. That Mandy Rose. Like so weird though. Like, I don't know. Like it was that just like weird, a last like break that like whatever in the middle that was weird, yeah. With like the druids or whatever, I was like, "What is this?" I he didn't have a new casket. I fell just, through the first one, but like I, I don't know. It was just like very odd stipulation because like a casket match is usually like it's ending, the guy goes the guy goes away for yeah. like a while because he's like yeah. injured. Because like a lot of the times when Taker lost the casket match he was injured and he needed to be written off for a while it was was the way i like the fact that they brought the casket match back because we hadn't seen a casket match in years right but i didn't like it because it didn't do what i wanted it to do so it was just yes i like some fighting in it that was cool it was fine it was fine but i feel like y'all could have put them inside of a steel cage and that would have been fine, or like a weapon. Well, no, because Cora and give Roxy them a street fight. A yeah, let them do a street fight. You could have made it a haunted street fight instead of doing all that shit with Mandy and Alba. No, which... put them in the fucking NXT uh, parking lot because that's just the most scariest place to be. At. That's what everybody said. <laughs> you drunk the best Samoans and shit. You even get kidnapped. You get beat down. Like it is a scary place. That's dangerous. People That's running your ass over. Right there. You gotta have a buddy going into the fucking parking lot. You gotta run. Like as soon as you get like out the door, you better be like, need a chest, bitch. You better be running to your car. Well, I mean, it just was an odd match. It could have been better, but that's not what I expected from a casket match. And I don't really think 
neither one of them have have what it takes to pull off that kind of match. You gotta be like, you just gotta be ruthless, and they weren't ruthless enough for me. Grayson Waller is too much of a clown, and Apollo Cruz, while he can be hard hitting, he just he wasn't ruthless in the match, and it just it didn't hit like I wanted it to. So I was disappointed. Um, I was severely disappointed in Cora and Roxanne's match. I it was a yeah. weapons wild match, and it wasn't because I didn't care for the feud. It was because of the match. I don't know what those two had worked out in terms of how they were going to play this out, but it didn't look good on TV. They looked like they were tapping each other when they would hit each other with the garbage can really? lids. And it was just so, I'm like, why are y'all, like, I said this on a live, but I'm just like, look, this is wrestling. We already know that it's choreographed, but you've got to sell it to the best of your ability. And you right. guys were not doing that. Like, I don't know if you were just like, I don't want to hit my friend, but like, listen, if you're going to take any keynotes from anybody, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are a perfect example, as are Sheamus and Drew, Sasha and Bailey. The list goes on. They Thank are you. best friends. They are best friends, or they have been at some yeah. point. But they go in there and they fight. They fight like cats and dogs. Seth and Roman are friends, but they fight. Alexis Roman, just said, uh, Seth and Becky. Seth and Mox are friends. Could you imagine, like, if their feud, like Seth and and uh, Ambrose, that was a great feud. Could you imagine if they're just like, oh, we don't, you know, Dean was back there going, you need to hit me, hit me right. and fucking stuff. Like, and I'm pretty sure Seth was like, you hit me, I'm gonna hit you, and we're gonna make this look good. Like, be fucking y'all professional. Gotta, y'all can't do this. Y'all, y'all can't be in no matches with people and then not sell it. It's like, it thing. wasn't a yeah, no it was sell. just weird. Oh, it just wasn't. It's the same it, thing that happened at Extreme Rules with Liv and uh, Ronda. It's like they were afraid to hit each other. But then they really wanted to hit each other at what a, What was the next pay-per-view? Was it Extreme Rules? It was Extreme well, Rules where they were hitting each other. It yeah, was they, at it Clash was, at the, was it it was Clash Clash, the Castle? No. Or was it between Extreme Rules and Clash of the Castle? Was it Clash? I don't remember no, them wrestling Clash, at Clash, Clash of the, the Castle. Castle. He wrestled Shayna. Clash at the cash. Clash at the castle came first, and then it was Extreme Rules. But they were like, well, whatever pay per view they were at, and Liv won the belt. That's when they were acting like they were scared to hit each other. Money in the bank. No, it was SummerSlam. It was SummerSlam. Money in the bank. She wrestled Natalia, and then Liv cashed in. Money in the bank was their singles match. That was we the really know our pay per views, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's been it's it was, been a year, man. Okay? It was like, SummerSlam that she had. That I don't know what it was, but them bitches acted like they were both scared to hit each other, right? And we were talking about this last night on a on Kids Live, like Cora and um Cora and Roxy. Y'all bitches are the same size. Cora's maybe a couple inches taller, but you're the same exact weight, pretty much. Cora, what was that fucking selling? I just want to know, from one tall bitch to another tall bitch, what the fuck were you doing? I don't know, but neither one of them was given, and I, their match was terrible. There was it was the worst things, match on the card. Which is unfortunate, because they're both good wrestlers. It's not like they're bad wrestlers, either they're of them. They're both good, but they 
there was something about that just didn't just it was, was not off. clicking there was, was two off. things with that match that seemed very weird first off it was the rope was that supposed to be like a bull rope or something because that's uh, what yeah but they was trying to whip each other with it and i was just like girl I mean, you can't hit somebody with a bull rope, but like when I think of a bull rope, I'm thinking like you're choking the bitch out with it. But that could just be me because Bradshaw, before he became APA, oh my God, I'm dating myself. Like a lot of wrestlers who had the cowboy gimmick or the outlaw gimmick, they would come out with a bull rope and they would use it to choke people. But they're like, eh, eh. I'm like, my eight-year-old hits harder than you. Fucking hit her and like we talked about this in tiss live last night where it's like i'm gonna beat your ass so we can get paid but i'm gonna take your ass out somewhere nice to be like hey good match i know it hurt you but let's go get something to eat you know right, like, like i was like y'all if y'all want to push us like that was your time to shine right there like y'all did not put y'all best foot forward I, and then no. the, um, it wasn't good and then the balcony thing like when they were up on that platform, I just didn't get it. I that didn't was, get it. That was very, very awkward because I went back and like just rewatched that part. And it just like she hit her, but there was like a split second. And I think it was because the camera angle, because you know, it looked like she was supposed to be like doing her arms like she was falling. She didn't even do that. Like it was a, like a minute after Cora got hit, she grabbed Roxy and then they both fell. I'm like, what well, I guess it was supposed that? to be like, well, I'm taking you out with me. But so, at yeah. this point, Roxanne, when I saw it, Roxanne was standing in the middle of the podium. It was Cora who was on the edge. She should have just picked yeah. the bitch off. But she like grabbed her and it just wasn't smooth. I was like, what is going on? I'm like, okay. In this shit. They got in the ring. Roxanne hit her signature move and it was over. And I was like, thank God for that. Because this right here was not hitting. Yes, match. Why? Why did they do all this fucking buildup just for her to... You know what? It ain't even worth getting mad about. In Mandy's defense, if you're looking at it from a booking promotion, from a booker's perspective, Mandy was a week out from being a year-long champion. What was the point of depriving her of that that week? She was champion for almost a year. Let her have the year. I didn't have a problem with her having the year. What I had an issue with was the same thing that Tirza brought up and then you brought up later on was it was the antics leading into the match where you've got the whole haunted house bit and then they get back to the arena and then all of that only for Mandy to retain. And I was like, somebody what? match had to have the frills and thrills. And quite frankly, it should have been Grayson Waller and um, Apollo Cruz's match. Um, but they decided to give it to Mandy and, uh, and Alba. Um, I just didn't care. I, I didn't care. I figured she was going to win. So I didn't watch all of it. I saw parts of it. A lot of it was a lot of interference ran by JC and Gigi, which is not, not normal. That usually happens. This is one of my issues, though, with Mandy. I would 
let me just make this straight for the people who still live in kayfabe. I don't have a problem with Mandy Rose as a person. Amanda, she seems pretty good because you know why? Her ass goes home after she does her job. She doesn't do anything stupid. She sits at home and she does, and she don't do anything dumb. And I respect wrestlers who do that. My problem is, is that I and I have seen heel champions do this. She's never won clean in any match. It's always some outside interference from JC and Gigi, or she uses Zoe's knee brace or some other type of bullshit. She's won one match clean. It was her first match. It was her first. Well, no, because Dakota interfered on that first match as champion. It was her match with um, Miko Satomura and Bea Priestley. She did win that match clean. Because she no had to win interference. That clean. There was no interference in there. So she won that clean. But there was another match she won clean too. And she she didn't have no interference in there either. I believe it was with Cora or one of them. But she's won she's won a couple. There's about it's two one what it's it's either the one with Cora or the one that she had with Roxy. But in a year-long reign, you've only had. But that's Sean. But that's more so Sean's fault. Right. Like I mean, I understand what Alexis is saying. It don't lend to your credibility. We just gonna go straight case. No booking, right? Right. It don't lend to your credibility as champion. But that that's part of the illusion of her being a heel champion. So the same could be said for Roman. But Roman at least puts in the work. He's not being... Listen, this is the difference between Roman's heel character and Mandy's heel characters. Does Roman have the bloodline? Yes, he does. But Roman's been proven that he can get the shit done by himself. But Mandy has won matches alone. So she's proven that she could do things on her own too. Out of two matches... I'm not yelling, but for two matches as a heel champion... For a year, you've only been able to win two clean without interference. Let's be real. Yes. Just nope. about every match Roman has had, one of them twins has interfered. If it wasn't them, it was Heyman. If it wasn't Heyman, it, it learned to be solo later. Now, has he had matches where he's defended his title successfully on his own? Yes. <clears throat> but that I the way I see it, they on the same playing field. I don't they see both it. Cheat. I I don't see it because Roman uh, yet again, Mandy is being carried by somebody. Because if it wasn't for Gigi and JC storyline wise, she wouldn't be champion because they're always there to make sure they're running interference. What? Mandy again is being carried. So Roman not being lifted up by the bloodline, he doing Roman- it all by himself. I'm not, look, if we're going by character wise, Roman before he became a heel has proven that he can win matches on his but own. But we can't, but we can't, but we, we have to go base it what off we're of looking a at. heel run. We're looking like, at we both can't of their go heel over, off his past Roman as doesn't a... need the bloodline as much as Mandy needs toxic attraction. That's what I I'm disagree. trying to get. I well, disagree. Clearly he does because he needed someone at Clash. Thank and you. And I don't even like, I don't even like Drew like that. Like every he needed someone at Clash. Needed someone. Um, whatever. SummerSlam. Um, SummerSlam. We had those matches with Brock. 
Yeah. Um, I don't even think he won clean at Mania. Nope. Like the past, like almost, almost majority, except for like his first, except first for, I want to say day. maybe like two or three matches. He has not won any of his championships class, like truly, truly clean. Unless it, it was, he won a clean against Ray. He won clean against John Cena. He won clean against um, Cesaro when he was there. He, um, the first time he went up against Drew, they weren't champion. They weren't challenging for the titles. It was just champion versus champion. He beat Drew clean, I, I think. But most of his big title shots, it's some asterisks by them, baby. And Finn is, is the big one. Because the ring broke, post broke on that one. And we still ain't got no answers to that. They ain't told us yet. We're never going to get messages. We're never going to get an answer to that. I don't know. I mean, it's just the way that I see it. They're, but okay. it's like they're, just, they're almost, they're basically they're the same. They're yeah, the they're, same thing. It's adjacent. Like I get, I get where you're going, I un- and I understand. You're like, okay, if we're well, looking at it from a kayfabe standpoint, her the, the the legitimacy of her title reign is in question. That's fine, but you can question her title reign. Then you have to question Romans too. I will question Roman, but what I dominance to- depends on the bloodline just as much as as Mandy's dominance depends on toxic attraction. Yeah, but Roman's been champ for two years. Yeah, if it hadn't been for the Usos, he lost that title at least three times. Look, I'm just, I'm just saying, I, I, y'all, if y'all are saying that he's being carried, fine. I don't see it much as with Roman. I see it more with Mandy because, again, think about it, JC, and I get it, the Usos and them interfere with his matches, but JC and Gigi are the ones fucking carrying Mandy. It's not like Roman, who's like basically telling his cousins, fall in line. Mandy started as a pet project for both of them. And because of them, they basically have kept her champ for so long. That's why people are tired of it. I can understand a bitch who's a heel champ who can win cleanly. But every single fucking match, it's the same shit with toxic attraction over and over and over again. There's always a ref spot. There's always them beating up someone before the match. They're always interfering. And it's just, it's enough. Edge wasn't even this bad when he was going through his heel run. Oh, please. He was worse. He was worse. He was so bad. I couldn't stand it. He was worse. Vicky would come out there and stop matches in the middle if she's talking losing. They, when he had that feud with Taker, they took away his um his submission so he couldn't use it. If he did, he would immediately give the title to Edge. Edge would win the title if he used that submission. But well, like, he was worse. Just what I'm just trying to say is that if you're a heel champ, that's great. I understand you have to have the interference. But every once in a while, you have to win cleanly. You have to win cleanly because the interference shit gets old real damn quick. And I'm tired I, of these. I agree. I'm just Mandy saying was, she, she Mandy has had some matches down. that she won. Mandy was sent down to NXT to improve. And to me, she has not. 
she's back to doing the basic shit again. She's trying to be, I'm the most dominant champ. I go, bitch, put some bass in your voice. And what have you done to be dominant? You've had these two girls. You (laughs) girls, yeah, but with the help of these two bitches back here, who honestly, why is Priscilla Kelly playing second fiddle to you? That bitch has more talent in her pinky finger than you do in your entire body. Well, oh, I, I feel mean, like that's more of like a separate issue. Yeah. Like, like I, um, like just like again, like as like just to carbonalize so we can like move on to like the next match. It's like most heel cha- like yes, like their sh- heel champions should have a couple that they win clean. But I don't necessarily look for that as a heel because that's the point of a heel is like you do dirty shit anyways to like get where you need to be and to quote unquote beat dominant and it's like to be adjacent to roman roman don't even wipe his ass on his own let alone when when a match on his own and i'm okay with that because that's in tune with the character that's in tune with mandy's character having toxic attraction because they're like this is someone who like this is our leader like blah 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 like we're yeah like we aligned ourselves with her we're gonna make sure she's good and like vice versa she used to do the same shit for them when they were tag championships yeah she goes sneak her ass down she would show up halfway through the match mess some shit up and then disappear like she wasn't there it's just like it is what it is like yeah it's like okay like yeah like we're all very ready for it to be over but it's like like again, it's like what what she was saying. It doesn't make sense. It didn't make sense to have her drop it when she was only a week away from hitting a year. Like, might as well just let her hit the year. <clears throat> Next title defense, no matter who it is, she's probably she's more than likely dropping it. Just, That's why I was just like, I'm not. I I don't. I have washed my hands of it because I wanted her to drop it a couple months ago. But they decided to let her keep it. So I was like, okay, well, that's this not the champion for me. So I'm not going to watch it. And I, I, mean, I, I, I get what y'all saying. Heels do some dirty shit. I get that, right? Yeah. But I think I, you just, just and, and this is just, this isn't going to sound bad. I just, you just don't, aren't like a huge fan of Mandy as a character. So I think no. that's why it bugs you a little bit more. It, she's just repeating the same thing she no, I mean, yeah, she's I mean, being carried again, and they're thinking of like Charlotte. Charlotte, when she's had her heel run, Becky, when she had her heel run, have they all done some devious shit? Yes, but I can't remember the last time like Charlotte Flair fucking like Charlotte Flair is an egotistical bitch when she wants to be, but you don't see her calling people down to do her dirty work for her. No, because but her also you character can't... has evolved. Yeah, it's and then also character. it's like, and also like none of them had like a faction with them when yeah. they were like in there like Becky was by herself and then like Charlotte was by herself so like to me like that isn't necessarily like comparable like I would I would compare that to maybe like I don't know it's like Bailey now yeah or like something in that Jason that's just like how I am when I just make comparisons I try to make sure it's something that's like linear like it's like as a comparison like that's why i said like roman and mandy's a good character because they both have people behind them and they're like again they're not exactly the same but no, it makes <coughs> sense. yeah it's adjacent like that's just how it makes sense to me 
So think about it this way, Alexis. So like when you when you think about Mandy, you can feel how you want to feel about her. And I'm not trying to change how you feel. I'm just trying to make it so that it makes sense. So like Mandy came down there, her whole point of her scouting them out was so she can have the protection she needed when she got the title. So when you, go, when you think about it, looking back on her year, when she first showed up, she was by herself, but she purposely went after those two girls and was like, okay, I want to go after championships and you girls want to be champion. You run with me, have my back, I'll have yours. And we're going to get those titles. And they did. Now, granted, I'm not a fan of Mandy's wrestling. And last night when we were talking about it, everybody was like, well, especially Don, he was just like, I think somebody in the back told Mandy to tone down her wrestling, to switch from that powerhouse that we saw when she showed up with Absolution to being like the blonde bombshell diva style wrestling. And I was like, it's the biggest mistake they ever made. If that's the case, that was a mistake. And I bet you more than anything, it was fucking Bruce. It was a it was a massive mistake because what it did is it set Mandy back and it stifled her to being in this one-dimensional role. And it's not fair to her. I I expected more of her because I saw what I saw <laughs> from her being potential when she showed up. And I was like, this girl is incredibly strong. She looks like she can fuck some people up. Like, this this might be kind of cool. But then, like, she started with this mean shit. And I was like, what is what is going on? What is this? And I... Hello? Yeah. Yeah. Can't... I... What's wrong? No, y'all draw... I didn't drop out. Can you hear us? Uh oh. Uh oh, I think we lost her. I'm going to pause it till she comes back. I heard you saying that girl. Hello. Yeah, and I, heard, I heard you say that girl, and then that was the last thing I heard, and then I was like, hello? And then no you, one you said hello, me. I could hear you. You were just fine. I didn't. I didn't have any loss of lightning. I couldn't hear anybody. Well, well, let's just go to the next match. So, um, I think that's all the matches. Uh, then we had oh, um, the guys. Ambulance match. The ambulance? Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, it was cool, you know. Damon Kemp isn't somebody I like watching wrestle, so I was just ready for Julius to get it over with. Julius beat him down as he should have. He won. He put him in the ambulance. I don't like how they pop right back up after matches like that. Like I feel like in a casket match, you should you should be gone for a couple of weeks, and like after yeah. an ambulance match, you should be gone for at least a couple. <clears throat> weeks. You know, you should pop back up next Tuesday. Like, yeah, hey, look who's alive! Like, no, like you was just laid out in the fucking ambulance, bro. Like, 
it it was it was okay. It wasn't my favorite match of the night either. Um, but it was an okay match. Uh the final match of the night was the men's match. This was McDonough, um, Dragonoff and Braun Breaker. It was a physical match. Um the boys put on a decent match. I didn't really think of Braun Breaker as even a factor in the match before majority of it. A lot of it had a lot to do with Ilya and JD. They were going at it for a while. They would take Braun out, <coughs> Braun would be laid out, and they would go at it, and then they would switch off, and it'd be Braun and JD or something like that. Towards the end, Ilya almost had the title, but JD McDonough stopped the rest from counting. So that saved the match. Um, ultimately, Ilya took a spear from Braun Breaker, and Braun Breaker was able to retain his title. That was it. That was um, Halloween Havoc. If I had to give it a grade, I'd give it a C plus. It was okay. The ladder matches was saved. I'm going to be honest. I give it a B minus just because of the ladder match. You know, I give it a C. Like the ladder match was really the but between the ladder match and like Shotzi and Quincy like interacting with each other and like Lash Legend getting kicked to shit again. Um, and there was really because let me be honest after that whole thing with Mandy, I just I turned it off. I was I was done. I'm just like, I'm going to bed. Like, I was just irritated. I give it a C, which is actually really sad, because, like, last year's Halloween Havoc was awesome. We also had Dexter on Halloween Havoc last year, I believe, so what was that? And then, like, fucking Candice LeRae and the Sally Gear, her and them damn biotic knees of hers crashing through a damn ladder. <laughs> Girl, my knees hurt watching that for you. Damn. So, are you gonna grade it, or you want to move on? Um, I feel like I can't grade it because I had to watch it in so many different pieces. <clears throat> um, I don't know. I'll give it like a let's see. I guess. So, Halloween Havoc was okay. They have a new pay per view. It's called Deadline. Deadline is supposed to be December 10th, and that is the last pay-per-view in the company overall for WWE. The main roster's last pay-per-view is Survivor Series War Games. I love that idea, honestly. They're going to have a holiday schedule where they're going to do live in those live in-house shows, and they have a super show holiday schedule that they're going to replace day one with since day one has been scrapped. So if you don't know, you now you know that day one is no longer a pay-per-view that Ain't they no. are going to be selling. They're not selling day one anymore. It is done. Royal Rumble is set to be the first pay-per-view of the year. But there is a rumored PLE, which is a premium live event, schedule 
Elimination Chamber has already set been set for February. I want to say February 10th. Is that the one that's in Canada? Yes, in Montreal. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the second pay-per-view of the year. And then after that, we got Mania in LA. So the next pay-per-view after that is set to be King of the Ring. At least that's what is rumored. And then you have Money in the Bank. And then you have SummerSlam. So it seems like they're cutting out Hell in a Cell, Backlash, um... They're going to do some type of UK live premium event. They haven't named it. I don't know if it's going to be Clash at the Castle again because they may not necessarily be at that particular forum again. So um, there's supposed to be some type of UK premium live event. And then after that, the next rumored pay-per-view is Evolution. Now... Everybody, especially all the fanboys, was real hyped, like, oh, the girls are getting the singles pay-per-view. And I was like, I don't think so. I think they're going to use Evolution and revamp it into an all-inclusive pay-per-view for their main roster. I don't think that they're going to have it so that it's just a women's pay-per-view. There's not enough girls on the roster to do that. And um, I think I'm going to sneak in and say, I think it will be all women's, <coughs> but it's going to be a combination of NXT and main roster. I don't think they should do it. But if they do, that's on them. I think so, because again, I it's like I don't think they should have evolution every year, but I think it's like a nice showcase, <clears throat> especially since it's like we haven't had a May Young Classic in years, um, or any of that stuff. Like again, like I think it's a good idea. But again, I don't, so it doesn't become like too gimmicky. It shouldn't be done every year. So like if they do do it this year, we shouldn't see another one next like two, three years. I think it's a good way to kind of show like the usher in of like the new guard and see like the transition and like how the, it's like how the women's division looks now than what it did like then vice versa. Cause if you want to compare to what the women's division looked like then and what it looks like now when they had Avalution last completely different. So I feel like that plays on like the evolu- like the word evolution in general. Like have it every couple of years. They're not gonna do May Young Classic anymore, do this every couple of years. But well, that's just my opinion. Did they not do the May Young Classic because of COVID? No, they stopped doing it. Yeah, it was part of it. It was part of the reason. But I think that that was, that all came into play under that, that NXT pipeline that they were starting. So it was all encompassed. It didn't make sense. And then the last premium live event that's rumored is, it's still Survivor Series War Games. So it seems like War Games is going to be a permanent move to Survivor Series. That's going to be the way that they do Survivor Series from 
here on out. Um, they haven't said if this pay-per-view lineup is going to be permanent. They just said that this is the rumored pay-per-view lineup for 2023. Given the fact that Triple H plans things out months in advance, I doubt that in 2024 there will be the same pay-per-views because it's going to depend on the feuds that are happening. So by the pay-per-views is how you would be able to look at what's going to happen for the next year. So there's that. Well, that's all for now, ladies and gents. Please stay tuned for part two of this week's podcast. We're going to be covering all those topics that I mentioned in the editor's note, from Brad Shepard to the PWI. Be sure to follow us on our social media at Down for the Count 19 on Twitter and at D4TC underscore podcast on Instagram. Shout out to Alexis and Nicole for being such good sports and keeping the podcast running. And of course, shout out to Janae for always being there, no matter what, whether it's spirit or in person. All of the girls contribute to the podcast, and I can't imagine the podcast being anything without them. So, You guys, make sure you continue to listen and look out for the second episode. And don't worry, because we got some more to cover, because this week we got all of the tea on everything that's been happening. Trust me, we're going to get that episode out to you, too. And I hope you guys enjoy Crown Jewel and make sure you say a big prayer for that event, that everything goes off smooth and nothing crazy happens for the sake of the people of Saudi and for the sake of our WWE superstars. With all that being said, I'll see you guys in our next one.